0: You are listening to Master's Cast.
1: This is Master's Cast, episode number 19, special edition, San Diego Comic-Con 2006. All right, it is a Sunday, July 31st, 2006 and we are back from san diego sunny san diego i am john callas also known as the shadow
2: i'm josh lioncourt also known as lioncourt
3: and i'm Katie Carty also known as rainbow Bright.
2: so
1: guys back from san diego
3: i miss it already me
1: too me too, me too. it was a lot of fun <sighs> it was I'm, a sad, total blast. I'm sad guys i'm sad we, we should wanna... just
3: all move there.
1: I know. I didn't want to
2: leave. <laughs> I know. I didn't get to see you guys enough during the convention.
1: We need to change it to like Eternos is now <laughs> San Diego. You know.
2: There you go. Yeah. That's
1: how it is.
2: Actually, if, if they're going to do that, it would probably end up being Chicago because I think a lot more dot orgers go there, right? Yeah,
1: but I'd rather live in San Diego. It's so sunny and nice.
2: I suppose that's true.
1: Yeah, really we nice. can get them to navigate. To um, San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. You know what I'm saying. All right. So San Diego, of course, was jam-packed with He-Man and She-Ra fun. Fun in the sun. Um, They did uh, BCI Eclipse, who are putting out She-Ra and all the God knows how many other Filmation titles right on DVD uh, were a part of the Tower Records booth. And they had a huge She-Ra display. I mean, I'm talking like the size of a wall. Uh, there to attract uh, attract the uh, customers, if you will. Two two TV screens playing the introductions to Filmation shows. They had an awesome uh, handout um, that was real glossy and colorful, and I mean, people just ate them up. They ate them up. Um, so and don't we,
3: forget the tattoos. Oh yes,
1: they had free tattoos. Uh, Shira, Flash Gordon, Ultraman. Uh, those were going like uh, crazy, especially uh, He-Man, or excuse me, She-Ra on Swiftwind and Ultraman. They, I think those two were the most popular. I was working the booth. I worked the booth preview night uh, all day Thursday and uh, different at uh, different periods uh, throughout uh, uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, so I want to give a big, big uh, you know uh, shout-out to BCI Eclipse and Jeff Hain and everyone else that works at BCI Eclipse uh, for letting me work at the booth. That was great, great experience, and uh, I, I have to say they did a fantastic job at promoting She-Ra, don't you think?
3: Oh, absolutely. I was totally impressed with all the, like you said, um, the big banner and the handouts and just the big to-do they made about it, especially also with the DVDs that they were selling. They were giving away free t-shirts to go along with them, so that was the big yeah. selling point, I think. And the she shirts were really cool, so yeah, they really did it. Yeah, wow.
1: they, they had a uh, a white shirt with the Shira logo for guys and they had a baby doll pink uh, t-shirt with uh Shira on Swiftwind for the girls. All the t-shirts sold out. So those DVDs were moving like hot cakes.
2: That's awesome. Oh,
1: hot cakes. Where would that come No, I did, uh, they're moving like you know, <laughs> like winning lottery tickets.
2: <laughs> well, hot cakes kind of works. I mean, the CDs are the right shape or the DVDs. I guess. But
1: uh, uh, real quick um, the Best of She-Ra DVD is in stores now it came out last Tuesday and it contains the best 5 episodes as voted on by fans and it also contains the feature length movie The Secret of the Sword which is the origin of She-Ra this will be the only way you can obtain the theatrical cut of The Secret of the Sword which is technically the first 5 episodes of She-Ra so definitely pick up the DVD if you haven't it has a spectacular spectacular cover. Um, and there will also be a limited edition um, Secret of the Sword um, DVD cover variant that will be available at Wizard World Chicago. So if you stop by the MV Creations booth, you can pick that up for $35, or you can pre-order it at HeMan.org. Check out the main page for that. It is limited to 1,000 copies. Each copy is numbered. And let me say, guys, you do not want to miss this. I'm looking at it right now. The cover is fantastic. It's old-school, um, throwback to um, the movie poster and the the comic book uh, cover of Secret of the Sword. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. I agree. Beautiful. <laughs> so you guys want to pick that up? So make sure you have it. We'll have a review of the Shira DVDs um, probably in the next uh, not the next episode, but the episode after that. Unless we we it. should
2: also we should also mention that the special edition Secret of the Sword comes with two unique art cards that aren't going to be available anywhere else.
1: And the entire and, inside is different, except for the DVDs as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they and uh, also we should mention those DVDs. In addition to the Secret of the Sword, uh, the, the feature length the Secret of the Sword has a commentary track, and there's also a documentary on Shira as well.
1: Yeah, so definitely, definitely check this out. And I have to say, big props to how they did the commentary this time and the direct or the editing of the documentary. Steps above. Um, the He-Man stuff, they are definitely finding their footing now, and I really hope uh, that, that that same style continues. I'm really, really liking it. Uh, so, big yeah, props, totally big props. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. So, uh, back now, to... Now, we
2: also need to cover, moving to the next thing, and this is usually the thing that you toss in my court, is the uh, Four Horsemen's line at the Comic-Con as well. Mm-hmm. They've got. They had a lot of stuff on display for us uh, this year. We've got. Uh, we got our first look at Rio Blast. What'd you guys think?
3: He was totally awesome.
1: I still don't like the character. No offense.
2: <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I I despise Rio Blast even even more than Stinkor or or, or Spout from the classic line. But I actually really like the new version. They did a really good job. They toned down the cowboy aspects, which was. Really, my biggest problem with the original, and I'm actually really happy with the way he turned out. Well, uh, we also oh um, go ahead
1: no, I was just going to say uh one thing that bothers me is his his face looks a little uh man at arms I don't want him to be another brother
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, since the cartoon has gone out of production, I don't think we need to worry about it I mean, hey, he can do whatever you want a, him to be
1: there could be a description, man. But go uh, ahead, continue on what else we what saw.
2: Okay, uh, we saw, let's see, we've got, there's going to be a, uh Action Figure Express exclusive King Randor, which is really cool, he's a little bit different, got a different head sculpt, uh, a fur, like a, a real fake fur cape, uh, and Yes, uh, fake a sh- fur. <laughs> PETA, don't come after them. That's right. Had <laughs> <laughs> a shield, uh... A shield uh, which has been burned by the acid thrown at him in the pilot episode, so that was pretty cool. Uh, And, of course, he will not come with the Four Horsemen logo base that the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive did. Uh, We also saw a new version of Cobra Khan, who looked a bit different and uh, is also going to be an exclusive, although they don't know from where yet. Uh, we got our first look at Squeeze, which I'm not a big fan of the character. The the uh, The uh, new design is pretty cool. What you guys think of that one? It
1: yeah, was good. it was
3: huge. Of course, it was like the big one. It wasn't the actual size of what it's going to be, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool.
2: Yeah, they did mention that they're not sure yet how they're going to manage to package him. So that should be interesting when that comes yeah. along. Um, Of course, uh, we found out that there will be a regular release of Evil Lynn uh, in Wave 5. And she will come with Screech, who looks really awesome. I was really pleased. And I'm glad that they kind of gave us a little filmation uh, nod in that as well. In the fact that he has mechanical pieces. And of course, Screech was a mechanical... uh, bird in yeah. the filmation series. Screech
1: was my favorite thing at at their booth.
2: Yeah, very well done. And he comes with a nice little stand that looks a lot like the uh, original stand that uh, Screech had. Yes. Very, very nice. Uh, let's see. We've got to see the Zodak mini bust, which will be uh, released sometime in the not too distant future. That was really cool. I, I'm really glad that the mini bust line is continuing and Zodak happens to be one of my favorite characters, so that was a that was nice to see him there. Uh, we got to see a new 14-inch He-Man statue. Uh, that uh, he's a little bit beefier, looks a little different than the Comic-Con one of 2001. Really, really nice. I really need to get some money together to get these big statues. I right. <laughs> really I, I want them.
1: I did like it, but I do like the the. What was it? 2001 uh, Mattel Comic Con statue. That, no, I love
2: the the original yeah. one as well. Yeah. I just this
3: I, one And was two, also it's, cool. you know
1: the Mattel one was made out of a different type of material. The material I prefer. Um, right. But I I'm I'm thinking I will probably still buy. It. I like the idea that he's going to be put up kind of up on a uh, higher base so that he's kind of looking down at everyone. Uh, so I like right, that Right. Yeah, that's that gonna aspect. be cool. Maybe That's he could come really with cool. ooh idea. Maybe he could come with um, a grayscale door, maybe behind him, and then, <laughs> and then I would definitely pick him up.
2: There you go. Uh, let's see. What did, I, what did I miss at their booth? Well, uh,
1: the the Comic Con exclusive Evilin and the Comic Con well, exclusive Microbus. I
2: was, I was trying to think of the ones we hadn't already seen, but yeah, we got the I got the Microbusts which were a three-set in a special box of Mad-At-Arms, Tila, and mechanek, and I really, I continue to really like the micro-busts. If this is the last set, which it most likely is, uh, I'm going to miss it. I, I really enjoyed getting these. They were inexpensive, they were fun, and uh, I think that last set was probably probably the best uh, set of them so far, actually. So that was nice, and of course, the exclusive Evelyn, who... Uh, is done in classic colors. Woohoo! With, with the shade of, uh, or what is it, shard of darkness around her neck? Yes.
1: Instead of and Screech. The,
2: instead of Screech, right? Yeah, Screech will be coming with the regular release of Evil in, so that'll be very, very cool. And that's good too because it really gives those of us who pick up the exclusives something to to look forward to, other than a new paint scheme in the regular release. So I'm very pleased with the way that they decided to work that.
3: I showed her to my friend Marcy last night and she was just like, why is she yellow?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh.
3: So, <laughs> I had fun explaining that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of yellow evil in, so.
1: I am, she's classic, it's cool. All right. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to more things. We have so much stuff to cover. I think we need to give out a, a shout out to, to Adrian and um, Jennifer who are a part of a show called Fanatic. That's going to be airing uh, in Canada. That followed us around uh, a good portion of the day Friday. Um, all three of us were were interviewed, and they recorded us doing a little bit of the podcast. Um, the the fanatic uh, show will do a show devoted to He-Man and She-Ra fans. So that's pretty cool. And yeah, um, that was. L- We'll be on it, yeah. so uh, if, you're in, if you're in the great land of Canada, check it out. Thankfully, we will be receiving copies on tape so that we can watch it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: then also on Friday... Yeah,
3: when we find out when it's okay. airing, we'll let you know.
1: Yes, yes, we'll definitely let you know so you guys can check it out. Now on Friday, we also had the he uh, dinner at Moose's. Now that went over really well, I thought... Uh, we well, got you skipped to
2: get... right over the She-Ra panel.
1: Um, that's because that coverage Absolutely. is in the next segment. Ah. ah we'll you should let yes. us know that.
2: No. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, a, a big shout out to hello to everyone that showed up to the He-Man.org dinner. I would say it was a success. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, after that, we all we all were what, what were we at an Irish pub at the end of the day.
3: Yes, I'm trying to remember the name of it, Blarney something, I believe. That makes it was sense. Very
1: cool. <laughs> so we all hung out there, and um, as the evening went on, uh, so that was that was that was very very cool. All right, so now as Josh mentioned earlier, <laughs> we got a Shira panel at uh, Comic Con. Um, it wasn't technically supposed to be uh, completely about Shira, but it ended up basically, I'd say, being about 85 to 90 percent about about Shira. The She-Ra panel was hosted by Andy Mangles, who is directing the extra features content on the Filmation BCI uh, D- DVD releases. And then also sitting on the panel was, of course, Lou Scheimer and his daughter, daughter Erica Scheimer. The man, Larry Dattilio.
2: Yay, Larry! Co-creator,
1: of course, of, of, of She-Ra. Uh, he's done it all, wrote for He-Man She-Ra and the Mike Young Show. Uh, we also had Tom Tataranowitz storyboard artist, director um, on She-Ra. Always wants that Emmy. (laughs) Um, We also had Michael Reeves, who did not write for She-Ra, but wrote for He-Man, New Adventures of He-Man, and the Mike Young Show. We had another man who represented the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon that was not done by Filmation, but will be put out by BCI Eclipse, and Jeff Hain representing BCI Eclipse. The panel was really, really, really fun, and... Uh, you weren't there, so I'm just gonna give you a little teaser of some of the panel content now
0: Woo-hoo. <laughs>
1: Again, for everyone who made the She Ra panel happen, you know, it's always great to sit there with the people that were actually involved on the show and kind of have just a personal experience with them. After the panel, uh, all of us He Man fans, He Man and She Ra fans, gathered outside to take a group picture. So we got a new He Man.org group picture. We never really had a group, a big group picture from San Diego, and Erica Scheimer joined us for the group picture. How kick ass is that? I mean, that we was haven't. so cool. Yeah, I'm sorry that?
2: I missed out on that. I didn't end up in that picture.
1: Mm-mm-mm, you're always Damn disappearing, it. sir.
2: I know, I know.
1: You're always disappearing.
2: I've always got things to do and places to go in San Diego, so.
1: Well. And no one tells me what you're up to. Well, um. I'm gonna
2: blame you all. It's only... all your fault.
1: Yeah, I'm no one's babysitter. When I go to these things, I'm there for one or two things. That's He-Man and She-Ra. I could care less about whatever else is going on. Although I will say I did care about one other thing since Jennifer Love yes, Hewitt was did. there this year. So I did go get to meet <laughs> meet Jennifer Love Hewitt and have her sign a, uh, a CD of hers. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm basically only there for He-Man and She-Ra. I don't go to any of the other panels. I don't go looking for comic books. Uh, no offense to anyone that does, but I'm only there... For the power of Greyscale. Well, yeah,
2: I don't, I don't go for uh, comics either. But
1: yes, but you Other all stuff. jaunt off to your little Harry Potter things. But anyway, <laughs> let's get back on. Let's get back on back on topic, please. Um, <laughs> we was very fortunate enough. I was able to interview some key players in uh, either the He-Man and She-Ra DVDs or people that actually worked on the shows themselves. So what's coming up now on Master's Cast? Interviews, baby.
3: Woo-hoo! We got some great ones this time.
1: I have to apologize. Of course, remember, there will be some noise uh, in the background of these interviews. They were done on the convention floor via my portable microphone. Ooh. (laughs) High tech goes the shadow. (laughs) So we have upcoming for you now. We have interviews with. James Etock, also known as Bustatoons to the fans, who provided a lot of extra feature content for He-Man and She-Ra DVDs. He's writing up you know, all, the, um, all those Orko fun facts and all the character descriptions that you guys are loving on the DVDs. Not to mention, he also did extensive work on the overseas uh, Contender He-Man releases, so he's had his hand in a lot of that. And a big shout-out, definitely check out his blog at BustaTunes.blogspot.com. Then we have an interview with Val Staples, who, of course, uh, owns he org and did all the coloring on these awesome He-Man and she DVDs. So all those vibrant colors, you're going to hear all about uh, what why certain colors were picked and why they did the covers the way they did. Sadly, we were... Yay for pink. Oh, yay for pink. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, we were supposed to have an, an interview with Emiliano and Alessandra, who also do the art on the DVDs. But, uh... Uh, time constraints, I didn't get to get that in, so hopefully we'll have them on a future show for you guys. Um, But we do have uh, Eamon, who I'm not going to pronounce his last name because I'll do it wrong, who does the art for the um, Overseas Contender He-Man DVD releases, and he is doing the covers for the new Entertainment Rights DVD uh, releases of He-Man and She-Ra. So that is very cool, I have an interview with him, then... Drum roll, please. An interview with the man, Larry de who was nice enough to talk to me, and I really think he would have kept continued to talk to me. Actually, we did talk probably for another uh, 40 minutes or so after the interview. So that was great. Larry was the nicest guy, so nice to the fans, and always ready to talk about the you know inner details of Hebad and Shira. <laughs> and then, of course, the pièce de Resistance, right? An interview with Lou and Erica Scheimer. Which, of course, I will have to say was instrumented by uh, Katie there. Yeah,
3: who to- mister, who told I them can't about- remember what to say to them.
1: <laughs> well, you know, when you're so starstruck when you're talking to Lou Scheimer and-, and Erica Scheimer, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> so uh, Katie got that interview to happen. We got that interview. And there's also a video of the interview on the website. So check that out, masterscast.com. You can stream it. Uh, so, so you can actually kind of get a feel of the c- convention floor. So thanks again to everyone who interviewed. And uh, roll that beautiful footage. All right. I am standing outside the sh- – well, actually, I'm inside the She-Ra booth at San Diego Comic-Con right now. And I'm standing here with James Etok. You will know him as Bust the
4: Tunes, And um, so how – exactly, what's the fan response? The fan response has been mainly positive, you know. I can't believe i are being interviewed. This sounds so funny. <laughs> um, yes, it's all been very good. Um, so Things are flying off the shelf. People have got free tattoos. Um, and buying the DVDs, uh, buying the t shirt so it's all going pretty well. Now, you actually work on the DVDs, all the Filmation DVDs, right? That is correct, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, it's, a curse. it's a curse.
1: Now, what all do you contribute to them?
4: Um, with the DVDs, I do a lot of the character bios the synopses and all the trivia as well as combining like a lot of material for the dvds the he-man was probably the hardest dvd i've ever had to do because all four dvds were crazy but um, at the moment i'm doing the she-ra stuff i've just done season one volume two just finished all the work on that so it's it's a hell of a lot of fun i'm doing dungeon dragons and other filmation non-filmation related products now
1: you also did a lot for the uk releases of he-man too right what did you do with those oh that was
4: <laughs> those were interesting uh yeah with those i didn't do so much as the. Work on them I did um, I wrote a few profiles but mainly my biggest contribution was the trivia obviously another um, trivia the commentaries the episode commentaries how was it like to record those those, those were a lot of fun because the place where I recorded them, I actually ended up working full-time so yeah it was, it was a lot of fun ah, so it ended up getting you in a, a career He it's got me so many careers it's like without he man I'd probably be a bum on the street actually maybe I should be sometimes but you know it's uh, it's, it's, it's been uh, it's been good to me he man started off as fun a hobby and now it's been my life you know All all right, if you could describe Comic-Con in like one sentence, what would you say right now? <laughs> without swearing? Yes, without. This is a, this is a G-rated program. Oh, sorry. Um, if He-Man wouldn't say it. No. Oh, what would He-Man say? Uh, it's it's um, quite an experience. Uh, excellent, I'd say. I came here last year, I loved it, and I've only been here like, what, a day and a half? Just about a day, really, and it's fantastic, so highly recommend it. All right, man, thanks. Thank you very much, Jonathan. <laughs>
1: Alright, I am sitting here with... Val Staples. Who does all the DVD covers, he's coloring them, he's making them pop out. So, what what all are you doing uh, on the uh, DVDs, Val?
5: Well, I'm working with Emiliana Santolachia to produce the packaging artwork for the DVDs that are coming out from BCI Eclipse. Um, I'm assisting with the coloring on the DVD as well as coordinating everything that happens with the DVDs in terms of delivery of the artwork, um, quality of the artwork, the content for questions and some of the trivia and that sort of stuff, even though James E. Talk is the one that's putting all that together. And I'm also coordinating currently the art cards for the Shira releases. And I'm also coloring a number of those over top of some of today's best artists.
1: So the, the He-Man and She-Ra DVD covers really stand out on the shelf. So what do you think
5: makes a good cover?
1: Why do you choose like the colors
5: and the layout that you do? Well, it's a it's a it's a complicated process. It's you know, one would think it was really easy to put what you want on there, but we have to coordinate this with a with a number of people. You know, it's not just what we want to do. We have to meet with BCI. We have to get entertainment rights approval. We have to have everybody's input on that works on the team. When we sit down and do a cover, it's all about character recognition. Uh, Clarity in the cover, rec- you know, recognizability, and just good composition. Uh, a lot of people wanted to see certain characters, certain scenes, and not when we did the DVDs, but when we sat down, the first and foremost priority was to use the most recognizable characters that the general populace would know. That's why you know, Season 1, Volume 1 just has He-Man, Season 1, Volume 2 just has Skeletor, and then there's just a trio of characters on the other two covers. Uh, for the Spines, you know, we used the different array of different spot colors, fluorescence. The intention there was that when shelves would spine out the volumes, when you walk down the shelves, you can't help but recognize these fluorescent spines. It was all about creating really bright and vibrant packaging that people couldn't help but notice, and that also remin- was reminiscent of the toy colors that were used during the original classic line. What would you say is
1: your favorite cover so far and favorite art card?
5: Ooh, favorite cover and favorite art card. That's a tough one. Uh, I really... I think I really enjoyed the season 2 volume 1 which was the the yellow scheme. Like that came out really nice. We we were playing around with that and we had to, we did several adjustments on it and went several different directions and that was what we settled on and it it worked really nice. In terms of favorite arc card it would it, It's really hard for me to to nail down because there's so many different artists that have worked on it and there's so many of them that are that, I, that I'm a fan of that I can't really say oh well, I prefer this one over another one. There's a couple art cards that haven't come out yet that I'm really partial to. And in the original batch, uh, I, was, I was I really liked the Bruce Timm one. I thought that was a great way to kick it off, and it was nice to see him uh, equate his new style to He-Man, even though he had such a different style back when he did the mini-comics. Mini so it was, was fun to see that. All right, thanks for talking with us. Uh, thank you for talking to me.
1: All right, I am sitting here with... Emil Donahue who does the overseas DVD covers and art cards for the Australian releases and I'm sure the fans would like to know how did you uh, obtain this type of job?
3: Uh, about three years ago, I think uh, I heard news that Contender were releasing the UK DVDs of He-Man and Masters of the Universe. So basically, I just pitched it to them. I just did a kind of a, a drawing. and I said, well, this is what I'd do for your covers. And they locked on straight away. And the rest, as I say, is history, really. It was pretty exciting. What would you say is your favorite cover that you've done so far? Wow. Um... I think maybe the two most recent covers I've done, which were for volume 8 and 9, are probably my best, because I'm honing my art a little bit better. I think fans can see that as well, that the the covers get progressively better as, as, as it goes along. Some of the earlier ones were a bit questionable. The first one was still good, but some of the mid ones were a bit questionable. But by the time we get to, like, even 6, 7, 8, and 9, I think the the, the art is getting just a little bit better as it goes along, so... We'll see what happens with the with the maybe at a season two if contender decides to release it are you happy overall with the fan response to your art yeah i'm very happy very happy actually um it's it's kind of a there's two different ways you could look at it there's the contender covers and then there's the um, the e- entertainment rights covers which are two different styles but contender kind of give me complete free reign to pretty much do whatever I want and that way there's a lot more fan inter- interaction so I come on the HeMan.org Man.org and ask what fans would they like what would fans like to see on the next cover they scream for many faces for the last one because it was the mystery of many faces oh so they got many faces and um, yeah it's but the entertainment rights covers are obviously a little bit more restrictive in that they're quite specific and what kind of uh, characters or what kind of composition they kind of want so so still good fun and all but the contender ones are probably more fun to do but I still really like doing the ER ones as well alright thanks man thanks a lot for having me all right, I am
1: I am standing here with Larry Dettilio who is a writer on He-Man and She-Ra and the Mike Young He-Man show. He's done them all. Did you say hi to all the fans out there, Larry? Hi fans, it's Larry
0: Dettilio here. So what would you say was your favorite episode you worked on uh, on She-Ra? On Shira, ra uh, I'd have to say probably the the, the movie. Ah, the movie. Now, the Sword. Which was not a movie. Of course <laughs> not, of course not. You know? Otherwise, I would have written it better than, than it was in the movies. But, uh, yes, I really like doing the five-parter. Uh, I have particular love for the uh, Crystal Castle episode. Uh, because I thought Lou was very good in that, as Light Hope, and I, I like that. And then... Uh, Ooh, there was an episode with a twiggit and a troll, but I forget what the name of it was. Uh, that was my that was my big uh, thing about racism on Shira, and uh, that was uh, not changed, although the moral was. <laughs> uh, and that that I really liked that show. I, I liked all the shows. That would you, would you that have changed
5: anything in
1: Secret of the Sword because you didn't get to write She-Ra Unchained?
0: Uh, yes, uh, yeah, well, I would have taken out the secret weapon in the in the middle of the thing. What happened, of course, was that the formation didn't think I could write five scripts. Now, why do you thought I could write four and, and, and be helped out by a guy writing one right in the middle of the other two? I don't know. Uh, but I mean, it's, and you don't you don't notice it so much when the episodes run as they yeah. were meant to be shown. But when they're slapped together into a movie, and in the middle of it is kind of this other story that's like one off. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So yeah, I would have changed that if I could have, but obviously I couldn't. And <laughs> uh, how about switching to the future? What was your favorite
1: part of uh, the Mike Young Show?
0: Uh, well, what my favorite part of it was uh, the animation was was fairly spectacular, and they wanted to do continuity. And um, and it was enjoyable working on it, at least for the first season it was, uh, and I, I really I liked revisiting He-Man, and I really liked uh, what I did with Eva Lynn and, and her dad and all that stuff, uh, and I thought I made some good contributions to the new He-Man. Oh, you definitely um, did. <laughs> you know, which didn't, uh, but uh, there was no place for it to go really. I mean, I I, I kind of it, what happened happened, you know. But it was it was a, it was a, gl- a blast getting back and. and and seeing a lot of, that led to seeing a lot of people that used to be uh-huh. involved with He-Man as well. They all said, wait, we could get a job? <laughs> Let's run and get a job, you know. I did have to call them to get the job, but that's alright. That's how the business works, you know. So yeah, I, I enjoy working on New Hammer. I thought Mike Young did a real fabulous job on the animation. So it kind of felt like I could get that, the tough guy stuff I couldn't get during the 80s because it was being, because we were really being pilloried during the 80s uh, for violence. Uh, not that uh, I think, I don't think anybody could say He-Man was really that violent a show. Yeah. You know, uh, until the new one. You know. uh, not that I wouldn't have made it a wow, violent show. But, uh, because uh, it was a sword and sorcery That's swing, right. And yeah. I, I like sword and sorcery. And sword and sorcery means you got to swing a sword occasionally. That's right. And, that's and, right. you, know, you got to use it for something. And, uh, it's better than punching air. <laughs> or punching the screen. Right. Punch the camera. But save us a lot of time. Yep. And we're going to have to do- write big Scenes, we just write team man punches to the camera. There camel. you go. All right, thank you so much for talking to us. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, pod, uh. pod people everywhere.
6: <laughs> All right, I am standing here at the tower booth with Erica Scheimer. And I'm watching this guy, and he keeps showing up. I'm Lou Scheimer. And how are you guys enjoying the uh, convention so far? I'm exhausted. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. It's, re- it's really wonderful to see these
0: people and to see what they have, done and how you have affected them in their lives. It's 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 heartwarming.
6: I'd say it's about the most amazing thing to to finally get to meet some of the fans face to face. and and to have a Shira come out and be alive all over again is the best thing in the world. Are you really happy on how well the Shira DVD is performing? Well, the performance, it's deserved because the DVD is so cool. They, I mean, it, it's so thrilling that they did such an awesome job um, with all of the, the DVD extras. And they I, I just am really pretty amazed. So I'm excited. To
0: everything. That's because she wrote a song for it, too. So. Well,
6: yeah, this DVD happened. To have the music video that I got to write and produce. And so I'm really excited about that and to sort of reshare that. Actually, it never really made the light of day until BCI put out these DVDs. So, as far as I'm concerned, it's sort of my day for you. And there's more music coming from me. So, stay tuned. What can you say after that?
0: <laughs> All right, enjoy the videos, kid. The DVDs will make you very happy.
6: Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. We've got the best fans, by the way. Absolutely.
1: All right. Thanks again to everyone who interviewed. Big thanks to James Etalk, Val Staples, Eamon, Lou, Erica, Larry DiTilio. Thank you so much for speaking with me. You guys really made Comic Con two thousand six a great experience, wouldn't you guys say?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I mean, we couldn't ask for more. I would say this was the most um, uh, this is the best it was the most fun um not only were they promoting she-ra but i mean they were still promoting uh the other filmation titles in he-man we got larry this year tom Tataranowitz came back i mean we got michael reeves we got brooke watchtel lots of different people that worked on he-man and Shira that we got to meet it was fantastic major 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 props to bci eclipse and i want to give a special thank you for uh Uh, the Tower Records people for putting up with all the He-Man and She-Ra fans that were walking through their booth.
3: (laughs) We wouldn't leave, but we couldn't. It was so much fun.
1: So, um, you know, I hope to see everyone next year. Uh, Thanks for listening to our special uh, edition, Comic-Con San Diego 2006. Uh, reporting live. It was a new thing for us, reporting live. Uh, Hopefully we'll also have some footage for you in two weeks from Wizard World Chicago 2006 that also has a massive display of He-Man fans representing. Yeah, we'll
3: definitely have some fun there.
1: So come say Josh. Sadly won't be there, but come say hi to Katie and myself, who will probably be sitting at the MV Creations booth selling the Secret of the Sword DVD for most of the time, because as you know, (laughs) I'm always... Always ready to promote He-Man and (laughs) She-Ra. And don't forget, pick up She-Ra Best Of DVD in stores now. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow.
2: I'm Josh DeLioncourt, also known as Lioncourt.
3: And I'm Katie Carty, also known as Rainbow Bright.
1: Shall we try a good
2: journey, guys?
3: Yeah, let's see (laughs) if we can get together this time.
1: All right. On the count of three, perhaps that will help us. One... Two, three, good, good journey. journey. <laughs>
3: Woohoo!
2: <laughs> I always this screw is,
1: it up. The
3: train
2: wanted to join in that time. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. Thank you, music. Ah, uh, yes.